Hey there, you amazing patrons. It's X, and I'm here with Kyle and Joe. And this is the Utah Outcast Secret Patron Show. This is the special content we provide to the folks who are so generous enough to share at least a buck a month with us. And for that $1, uh, you get special patron live streams four times a month, commercial free episodes of the podcast, and this show right here, which remains exclusive for about about six months because we, we've been kind of catching up on ourselves and vacations happen. That's what happens. So we, we got to make like a, a buffer of a handful more of them. So if you're hearing this and you're not a patron, you should change that by going to patreon.com slash Utah Outcasts, which was funny to me because we did the first the 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 one that got declassified recently was the one of us talking about you write the Book of Mormon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That we did. And we only got through like the first 10 of the bullet points and there were like two, there was like 20 more of them that we had to get to. Uh huh. And the next morning there was like seven new patrons because you could tell that we edged them so hard that they had to go and get the next one. They're like, I need to know what happens next. Oh, please, Jesus. Did they give up their magic underwear and trade it for a kinky jockstrap? What I what I just love is seeing that people like thirst so much for that next episode that they have to join Patreon. And I mean, okay, Joe Joe's here because he is a Patreon patron, and not because we don't think he's a great guy or anything, but he pays enough to us every month that he gets to be put on the list of the the people that get to be special guests if if we mm-hmm. are missing a person. So that's why well, he's hanging out with us tonight. Champ, so. to Mo and Larry. You're you know you're you're, you're curly champ. Joe. That's what it is. <laughs> you have Curly and Curly Joe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah. if you're hearing this, uh, it, well, I already said that part. Uh, so, all right, for this week, we've got a Matt Powell sermon that we're going to get to. But I want to remind everybody, we're always on the lookout for new terrible shit to use on the Utah Outcast. <laughs> so feel free to share this, uh, share your information that you have with us via the Slack channel, YouTube and email. Email generally is the best place to get me because it stays in my inbox for fucking ever. And I will actually read it and most of the time respond to people. I was on vacation though, so a lot of shit built up. So I apologize for that. So Matt Powell's sermon. Let's uh let's go ahead and get started with his his brand of Christianity. And let me crank this up so everybody can hear it. The Bible says, "And to you who are troubled, rest with us when the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven in His mighty angels in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall be punished." With notice this word. There was a hard cut in the video. You guys couldn't see it, but there was a hard, hard fucking cut. Like, Ohio he's, he's here, man. He's here at the beginning of it, and then he's like way the fuck over here in the next portion of it. Interesting. For people that couldn't see, I moved what? quite a bit across the screen. It's also very interesting how where he where he decides to put the emphasis in his sentences is always very confusing to me. <laughs> What do you mean about that, Kyle? Somebody never went to Toastmasters and learned how to speak in public. And some people just have it naturally. I've I've never done like I did like some stupid communication shit in college, but you know, beating yourself over the head with doing a YouTube channel and a podcast for like seven goddamn years will teach you a good way of communicating with people. And I mean, oh sure, sure. I trip up on words every once in a while, but. I could not speak in public. I when I was in high school, I hated it. It was high school hell. I mean, H E to the double. I mean, we're talking eleven thirty four backwards at night. And, <laughs> but um, I actually joined Toastmasters, and that's how I learned how to speak and how to uh, 
how to plan speeches and how to communicate effectively. They always have me training these new kids that we have. New kids to be my grand—they're they're young enough to be my grandkids now. So, except when Matt Powell's doing his thing, he's looking down, like mm-hmm. all the way down when he's talking to the camera. Holy Sylvester! Down, down, down! I'm going. Don't, don't do that. Man. <laughs> everlasting destruction. Everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of His power. There are many people out there that think that soul winning doesn't work. You know, that we shouldn't even be concerned about lost people because God has just foreordained everything. But let me ask you a question. Would it be loving of God? I'm trying to pause it. No, we don't like your soul winning because <laughs> you're bugging the shit out of people that don't care to hear your fucking message, Matt. Well, yeah. Well, you know, a Calvinist where we used to joke about <laughs> the tulips. It's like, okay, well, if you're Calvinist, then get uh, automatically, yep, I, uh, we know that people's route is predetermined. Yeah. So. <laughs> the total depravity of man. Or how about you could just be a Unitarian and everybody goes to heaven. <laughs> or no, that's, sorry, that's universalism. Sorry, that's not Unitarian. So Yeah, yeah. you could be like A.C. Pramidama from the, uh, oh, from Hare Krishna, and he's supposedly on Mars with L. Ron Hubbard now. Well, I mean, if you gotta go someplace, that's I might as well go to Mars, right? No, oh man, Mars. it would break my heart if we landed <laughs> if we put the lunar if we put the Mars lander there <laughs> and it comes into contact with L. Ron Hubbard. Oh my god. And <laughs> Ron L. Ron Hubbard's just sitting there going, Hey, you guys finally made it. This is what happens when you go O T thirteen or whatever the fuck you went to <laughs> twenty seven or something. Oh and, god. Oh shit. Oh, L. Ron Hubbard's the, right. <laughs> Though it did make me laugh when I was visiting California and I, I got to see the back end of the celebrity center as we were driving past. I'm like, <gasps> I was like, hey, I know that place. <laughs> and it really, the, their their main building used to be the old Cedars of Lebanon Hospital mm-hmm. on Sunset. And yeah. of course, my Kaiser complex is all ringed around it. <laughs> Don't you know that psychology is evil? Okay, we're getting off on Scientology. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, wrong, back to wrong this subject. Shit. Wrong uh, just to create this world and just automatically damn those people to everlasting destruction, as the Bible says, is that loving to just damn people to hell? Uh, you, yes. you seem to be okay with it. Yeah, just know, imagine right. the party you'd have in hell with everybody, man. Just think like getting That'd down. A hell of a party. You know, you're down there in hell. And you're dealing with Dick Nixon, maybe, you know. <laughs> well, what's, what's funny to me is that this this whole, uh, it's not, is, is that a loving thing to do to damn people to hell? I don't know. Ask your God. You know, He's the one that set up the fucking chess table. He's the one that is deciding how the game is played. He's the one that has this fucking ultimate torture. For all eternity. Sinners in the hands of an angry God. <laughs> it's it, I'm I'm plumb, I'm deep in the bowels of playing God of War right now, but I'm I'm just convinced that every god is a cunt. You know, that's just what I'm seeing. Is that, like, yeah, that's those that, are the rules you set up. Using a forward letter word. <laughs> they're they're either they're either cunts or they just uh, are completely powerless. What if they're bisexual? Well, then they can, then they can, they can be powerless cunts. <laughs> they can suck <laughs> mean dick. Let's just put it that way. Not, Not a chance. Monkey. 
People often ask me, you know, why do you go soul winning? Why do you take God's word so seriously? I'll tell you why. Because there's a hell and it's real. And that's why everybody in this room is gathered here together tonight. All three of them. <laughs> Crickets. Crickets. That reverb in that room is telling me that there's not really many people there. No, <laughs> there's there's not. Especially since you're not hearing the crying babies that you normally hear in a church. Mm -hmm. yes. You're not hearing the deep breathing that you hear from people in the church. You're not hearing the... <coughs> that there's no, there's no coughing. The talking in tongues there, brother. There's no, there's no murmuring. There's yeah, no, there's no, mm -hmm. there's no glossolalia mm -hmm. going on there. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a five dollar word for talking. For <laughs> he just said. So. People <laughs> make noise. We know that one day, whether you're saved or not, you're going to have to stand before the Lord, and you're either going to go to be with Him for eternity, or you'll have to go to a place called hell, or what the Bible describes as everlasting destruction. Oh, okay. Well, you know that, that. Well, I mean, they they haven't exactly set up. They haven't exactly set up God to be somebody that uh, you would want to spend eternity with. I just got back from a week long vacation with my children. <laughs> hell is a welcome. <laughs> I, I'll embrace Ever, <laughs> everlasting dis everlasting destruction. That doesn't sound so bad. Well, it sounds like right out of Joseph Schumpeter, <laughs> one of the economists that I studied when I was in college. Schumpeter was specialized in, he started in the Austrian school, laissez-faire, but he realized too, he realized enough that it, it sucks dead elephant dicks. <laughs> Schumpeter eventually became a socialist, and his field was, he, he, he was studied why Capitalism was so self-destructive, and he called it creative destruction. Now there. <laughs> that was a cool term. Economics. <laughs> I to use that economics degree. <laughs> and I just want to say, we're reaching the next generation. If you come to our church on a regular Sunday, you'll see pews filled every Sunday morning. And the reason... Filled. Filled. Hey, if it's really? the next generation, does that mean Data and Riker and Captain Picard are in the pews? <laughs> no, it's going to be filled with the, the B-list people like Gowron, and it's going to be... Um, uh, shit, I was going to make a joke about the Who was the security chief before Worf? God damn it. Oh, I wait a second. Oh, Denise Crosby. Yeah. yeah whoever character's name was, I oh, forgot. Man. I still, uh, I got a story about her. Oh. There's some nerd that's probably mashing the keyboard fucking hard right now. I, like, I, you forgot I know about it. Blankety I know blank. it. I know it. It's in the back. It's, it's, it's right there. And Lieutenant God Yar. God damn it. Yar. That's it. Tasha Yar. There Tasha you Yar. Go. Thank you. Yar. <laughs> See, it's in there. I just mm -hmm. didn't bring it up. Anyway, we'll get back to the Denise Crosby story in a bit. Let's get to that. Is and the reason we're not a dead church is because we have young people in this church that are serious about the Word of God. I'm serious about seriousness. Serious. Let's get serious. I hate his emphasis on shit. I hate it so much. His, his emphasis you know, is like, on the wrong syllables. Doing the doing the doing the piece. We know a little field in Lincolnshire. In summer, in the summer, peas grow there. No, this is more of like Orson Welles doing the champagne commercial where he's drunk <laughs> off his ass trying to sell <laughs> that's, shit. That's, that's my oh, favorite for a commercial. Treat, people, for a treat, just go, just Google Orson Welles champagne. Yeah! Oh, it's such fun. <laughs> <laughs> and you, 
you think to yourself how fucking accomplished that guy was and how that's how he ended his life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, the, li- the liver the liver gave up its life for him. Oh, uh, <laughs> the friends of champagne. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That are serious about reaching people with the gospel. You know, people wonder, oh, you know, why are my children falling away? Why don't they want anything to do with God? Well, you're not even in church. I mean, that would kind of explain why their kids aren't going to church, because they're not going to church. I mean, well, you don't. Yeah, you don't just send that that makes sense. But well, I mean, I guess you could. I mean, if you need a break. And Sunday kids, (laughs) Uh, you know, the kids just want the kids just want to fall asleep in the pew. I admit, I, I went to the back row and I put the, the hymn book in front of me and then I put the sci-fi book inside of it and, and I sat there and read. I did it once with Cat's Cradle and my mother caught me. <laughs> I got up bongoed. Oh, man. <laughs> and what's really sad about this is like, uh, my kid asked me a question earlier today uh, about um, where did humans come from? And I thought she was asking like, the baby making question. I'm like, ah, uh-huh. you're still a bit young. I'm not, we're not going to go down that route yet, but no, it was more of a, where did humanity come from? And I started talking about it and like some kid in my class said that, uh, we came from Jesus. Duh. And I was like, how is that? Like, is he, the kid Why? was like, you're it doesn't, weird totally for not knowing doesn't that. even work. You're weird for not knowing that. And I'm like, kid, they're all fucking weirdos for believing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you weird, don't go to church the on really Sundays, weird part weird. is the really weird part is that that is that is that is nobody's dogma. <laughs> Where the hell does that come from? Jesus shotgunned everybody into fucking existence from the end of his dick. <laughs> oh, that's what they <laughs> mean by damspermia. Good. The penis is evil. The penis shoots out seeds. <laughs> All right, back to Matt. <laughs> And you expect your family to just stick together. You know, you ever hear that uh, that saying that a family that prays together stays together? No. Yes. I mean, I have heard it, but it didn't work for my family. <laughs> You're not the only one, X. I'm not, we're in the same basket with that. You know, my parents are in their 60s and they're getting a divorce. And I, I no amount of praying could have saved that fucking relationship. <laughs> there is. It has never once worked. Nope. <laughs> I'd like to just coin a saying right now. You know, a family that comes to church together will stay together. That doesn't even that fucking work. That doesn't work. It doesn't even rhyme, goddammit. The family that stays, that prays together stays together. Works. <laughs> the family that comes to church together goes to blurch together. That's like the kind of structure you need to have. But you didn't even bother to fucking try to make it work better. The... <sighs> the family that goes to church every Sunday will find it's a fun day. How's about that? As in fundamental. <laughs> I know. I know. And as long as they're praying and doing the things that God wants them to do, we need to continue doing what we're doing. But we have you... to do what works. Amen. And people told. <laughs> Wait. Have to ask in the middle of amen. Can I get an amen? <laughs> That's like me going. That's like me doing the Jeb Bush thing. It's like. Please clap. <laughs> Please clap. But how do you know? How do you know what God wants you to do? His instruction he's, manual is not exactly clear. You. Hey, do you know what? Especially that part of the 
the Song of Solomon, you know, where that that's with <laughs> the Kenke there, boys and girls. <laughs> I'm gonna let him talk for another minute because I'm not okay. gonna be super long on this because it's a five minute preaching video and God, and it's dull and boring. God, he's so boring. This. Me, I first started coming to church here, and they've told Pastor and several other people, you know, your church will never be anything. You'll never make a difference. Durand is one of the hardest cases to crack because it is. No, they're just stricken with fucking poverty. Like everybody tells me that, yeah, his area of uh, of Michigan that he lives in is super fucking poor, so it should be really easy for him to have a church. So if you're failing in a poverty stricken <laughs> area with your church, mm, which well, I mean, I kind of... they got there first, yeah, yep. and then the Juggalos came. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> and look at what we see happening. In fact, last Sunday night. Uh, somebody that Corbin led to Christ out soul winning came to church. He came to church. And I asked him, I said, well, why'd you come here tonight? He says, because I was so excited. Somebody knocked my door and told me how to be saved. No, they didn't. Remember, no, they, no, yeah, no, they didn't. And, I, and if they did, they're going to be very disappointed. Alex, I'll take things that never <laughs> happened for a thousand. That excited him. And let me tell you something, folks. There are people out there that are wondering what you have to do to go to heaven. And let me tell you something. We have the answer. And that's why you have bold men like Jonathan Guzman. That's why you have bold men like Corbin Brock and Bryce Rude. And Eric. Guzman's like nine, dude. He's not a fucking man. He's like man. nine, and he has no idea what he's talking about. Neither do you. And I find it interesting that he steps out from behind the pulpit and he still might. It's like, oh, okay, you have a lapel mic. Why are you even fucking having that microphone on the stand there? That's a dumb prop. It's not even plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> you mean right, and Tucker, Kelly, and all these people that are here tonight that are excited about serving God. That excites me. <clears throat> you know, Jesus was not some pot-smoking hippie. Oh, yeah, this is where There's a reason out. why they nailed him to the cross. Have you guys noticed? There's a reason he I was telling you about the movie JC, where <laughs> JC was smoking marijuana, and what they did, they put a crown of, they put made a crown of beer cap tabs around him instead of a <laughs> crown of thorns. Well, that's a good. That, I mean, that's recycling. That's good. See, I've only heard a little bit of you telling me about the JC movie, but I'm picturing in my brain Jesus Christ playing the Lobo character from DC Comics. That'd be great, but it's not going to happen. No. But anyway, I, I wanted him to get to more of this Jesus stuff because I forgot why I picked this video. So hang on. It's how, you know, every time somebody gets criticized in the world, it's because they're telling the truth. Or they're standing. Wait a minute. Wait. Wait, wait, the, wait no, a fucking minute. <laughs> no. People That's not how it works. To, like, okay, if you're going after somebody personally, yeah, I mean, it could be any fucking reason. But when you're going after what they're talking about, usually you're not making it personal. You're, you're, you're trying to, like, debate the topics of these people. So just because you're right, people are going to come after you? No. No. <laughs> up and they're making a loud voice people always tell me you shouldn't you shouldn't yell when you preach well you know what god's word tells me god says god's word says lift up your voice like a trumpet is a trumpet just a little you know he didn't say lift up your voice like a kazoo <laughs> lift up your but you kind of have to hum to do the kazoo so <laughs> i personally i think matt you'd be great at the kazoo I'm not saying anything beyond <laughs> that, but, uh... voice like a little violin no he says lift up your voice like a trumpet and declare unto my people their sins 
So don't ever let anybody tell you that you're not making a difference because let me tell you something. There are people out there that want you to think you're not making a difference for God. They want you to think that, oh, nothing you do is ever going to change anything. Nothing that you ever do is going to make a difference. While the same people that make those statements have failed themselves. You know what? Sometimes misery loves company. I'm I'm, I'm done. That's enough. No, no, that's terrible. You couldn't even go down a, a cogent route of like trying to make a different kind of argument or anything. You're just like, no. I mean, go back to that whole Platitude. being saved thing and saying that you have the answers. What? Okay, that what, seems like a good line. Of, that seems like a good line of line of thought there. Why not? Why not actually share that? And no, nope, we have the answers. On to the next topic. <laughs> yeah, well, that's how it works. The next topic will be vote Republican. <laughs> <laughs> we have your answers for four easy payments. We we only take. 10% gross, not net gross. <laughs> oh, no. Don't forget that sacrificial giving you're supposed to be doing, like a love right. or So, in, in, like, what are we going to, we're going to call it, like, in five years, he's going to be a prosperity gospel guy? You think that's what's Oh, I'm happen? sure. I'm sure. Oh, oh, look, look, look. He's, it's only a matter of time before he starts quoting Ayn Rand from the pulpit. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I kid yeah. you he not. Would have to, he would have to be able to read it first. Oh, no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. The very last church service I went to, I was forced to go to, it was 1986, and the guy had in the church bulletin three postcards for senators and congressmen, and he was preaching about how we need to go away with the, we need to get rid of the capital gains tax. And he start, and from the pulpit, he recited part of Atlas Shrugged. <laughs> that was no, that's wrong. God, that's such that's a terrible. Wrong on so many goddamn a... levels. <laughs> so I, that's Matt Pell. Uh, we could we we could go further. We could keep doing more. But honestly, I don't give a fuck enough about this guy. I mean, I gave you four minutes of a five and a half minute sermon, and were you guys able to walk away with anything from that sermon? Like I've I've been to church lots of times as a kid, and sometimes the the sermon actually touched you, touched the nerve, and hit something where you're like. Yeah, you know, I do need to be a better person. You know, I do need to work on things. He's talking about soul winning and saving people from hellfire. And, but at the same time, all the other videos that I've seen on his channel are like, this person is a heretic. They deserve to be shunned. And the, the Hebrew roots movement and all this other shit. And like, I, d- no, I don't, well, I don't the, fucking you, care. Usually, <laughs> usually at least, usually at least half of all of his sermons are, uh, He's in self-defense mode. He has to justify what he's doing or what he's saying. 